Welcome to the State of Energy. I'm Rand DeWitt, along with Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. Now, uh, Tom, we've got a great guest with us today. Uh, John Massaro is the general manager for Hartley School Buses. He's got over 15 years in the transportation industry. Uh, John stays current on industry trends and regulations and shares his knowledge with the customers. Uh, Hartley School Buses have been authorized Bluebird dealers in North Dakota and Montana for over 40 years, with over 15,000 sold. Bluebird's fourth-generation Vision Propane bus is equipped with a Roush Cleantech propane autogas fuel system engineered to deliver fuel and maintenance cost-saving results. Now, the uh, propane autogas fuel system is also available for Ford commercial vehicles, including the F-53, F-59, E-350, E-450, F-450, F-550, F-650, that's a big truck, F-750. And for more information, you can reach John at bbsalesmt at gmail.com or call 406-212-8805. And we'll have all this information up on thestateofenergy.com, right, right, Tom? Yes, absolutely. We really wanted to bring John in and talk about school buses. Uh, it's, it's uh, you know, schools are on everybody's mind right now. Are we going back to school um, or not, what, what's gonna, what's gonna happen. And we really, we just wanted to get a, an expert in the propane powered school buses as a guest. And so, uh, with that, I'd like to, uh, introduce John. Hey, John. Hey guys. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, so tell us what's going on. Cause I'm a kid from uh, Northern New England who grew up on, uh, just the smell of school buses on those cold winter days that you just, you can still sticks in your mind and it sounds like you've fixed that problem yeah so bluebird partnered um i believe in 2015 with roush clean tech and basically completely reinvented um the propane system for the vehicles and that is it's been fantastic for our markets here in montana across the u.s uh for for numerous reasons um one, you don't get that smell anymore when you're sitting with the buses waiting. You're at the bus stop waiting for everybody to load. So it's it's significantly cleaner and healthier for the kids. Uh, but it also comes with some really big side benefits, such as they are significantly cheaper to operate and significantly simpler to maintain. So they they really are a, a fantastic choice for for any school district out there. So with the Bluebird buses running on propane, how what kind of percentage would you say a, a bus just a school district is is utilizing the propane powered buses? Like, is there is there room for them to grow on this, or are they tapped Absolutely. out? Absolutely, they're not. They're we're not even touching the hardly scratching the surface here, Tom. So, uh, just to give you an example, Montana has roughly nine hundred buses in operation throughout the state and right now there are 107 of them are propane um so roughly 10 percent 10 12 percent utah currently has 54 propane buses and i think there's roughly two to three thousand buses in operation in utah um so in wyoming has even less wyoming has 14 in operation and idaho has 40 so although they do have some fleets that have adopted propane, there is uh, significant room for growth in that 
market for sure. So what can somebody do? Uh, somebody that's listening to this show, because we're on the radio in Montana, Utah, Idaho, Wyoming. I mean, how does a person, a general public person help influence a school district to save money and have provide a healthier ride for their kids to school? Like what, is there anything that a general public person can do to, to help that? Absolutely, Tom. So that's the beauty of the public school system is it's public. And typically once a month may vary in the summer and it may vary right now during this pandemic, but typically school boards meet once a month and, and it's, it's a great way to get in front of the school. They typically have um, time for open comment from the public. It's a great way to get the conversation started. Um, it would be nice if, if you went prepared. Uh, schools are, are not usually wanting to reinvent the wheel and, and they're very, I would say, apprehensive or even afraid of propane in the beginning. And propane vehicles historically have not had the best reputation for reliability and safety. Um, the The modern propane engine is is completely different. Things are uh, not even remotely the same. Um, they're much safer, much more reliable, and that's half the battle with the schools is is just being able to get that opportunity to get in front of them and then be able to educate them that this is not what it used to be as far as the propane systems go and that it is a good fit for the school and it is safer and cleaner and cheaper. So, but, but that's how you got to get started. I would say school board meeting. If you know somebody at the school, um, it's a great way to, to get in, but the school board meeting is, is definitely the, the quickest, easiest bet to get in front of your, your school uh, decision makers. All right. Good. And what about the, the uh, Volkswagen settlement? Remember a few years back, Volkswagen got busted for uh, you know not properly reporting their emissions. Uh, how is that funding school buses? So that is funding school buses in a big way currently. I am not up to speed in um, all of the states around me, but I know in Montana for a little over eight months now, they've done two rounds of funding where they request applications um, schools get to um, submit that application. They have to scrap out an old pre-emissions diesel bus. And in the state of Montana, they can get up to $31,500 rebate off of a propane bus. Um, so there's, there's a significant amount of money out there. We have sold several buses here in Montana through that program, and we anticipate over the next two to three years while well, those funds are available to be able to take advantage of that. Um, not sure where Wyoming, Idaho, and uh, Utah are in that phase, but there definitely is going to be some money there, and it may look differently than what Montana does, but lots of states have decided to use that money and prioritize it towards propane because propane is the cleanest fuel that offsets the NOx gas and NOx is what Volkswagen was basically lying about was their NOx output. And so propane reduces that more than any other fuel type. So our guest is John Massaro. He's the general manager for Hartley school buses. That's Tom Clark, executive director with Rocky mountain propane association. I'm Randy Witt. So Tom, we have yet another new sponsor for our podcast, the folks over at meter meter equipment company. 
Let's talk about them. Yeah. So this is kind of exciting. We got another new sponsor. So we're growing, right? This is cool. Yeah, we are. Uh, meter- People are paying. We, we're still waiting on Orbex. <laughs> we're waiting. But right now we got meter.com. M-E-E-D-E-R.com. What can they do for folks? We'll take what we can get. But uh, <laughs> meter equipment builds propane infrastructure equipment for propane companies or for us where we just got done talking about school buses if you right. have a school bus fleet that you need to get them some equipment so they can fill their school buses meter equipment builds that kind of stuff tanks uh they got the dispensing stations they've got refueling sites that they can skid mounted drop it right there big ones small ones uh they got equipment for natural gas um peak shaving municipality peak shaving they're a great company to work with. I personally worked with them for many, many years in my previous life. And give these guys a shout. They're they're top-notch propane equipment supplier. Yeah, agricultural applications, utilities, institutions like hospitals, schools, uh, residential units. Just go to meter.com, M-E-E-D-E-R.com. That's meter.com, our new podcast sponsor for the State of Energy. This is the State of Energy. I'm Randy Witt. That's Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. You can learn more about what propane can do to improve your life by going to thestateofenergy.com. That's thestateofenergy.com. Keep more money in your pocket, use a superior fuel, and help the environment. Once again, thestateofenergy.com. And now, uh, Tom, we've got a great guest with us today, John Massaro, the general manager of Hartley School Buses. And uh, we're going to start talking about the commercial application of propane engines. But uh, John, do you know about a company out of the UK called Orbex? You know what? I don't. They uh, are developing a light launch vehicle called Orbex Prime, which is actually a propane fueled rocket that's going to be going into outer space. Wow. That sounds amazing. So, so John, that's disappointing that you haven't heard this. You haven't been listening <laughs> to our show. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Elon Musk has even heard about this, and uh, oh, John, no. John hasn't heard, man. Yes, we're, we're making State of Energy Orbex Prime t-shirts. We'll send you one. <laughs> I'd love it. I'll wear it proudly. So uh, let's shift the conversation. We've been talking about uh, school buses and the immense uh, benefits that propane is going to have with the school bus uh, population. Um, now let's shift over to the commercial applications. So we got two sides of that, to that. that. Um, one, basically two big uh, areas of cells that you can go after, basically. And the first one is the paratransit. So all you know, municipalities have their inner city transit. And that is a, a perfect application for the propane. They they typically have a fixed route. They're not going very far. And um, they typically put a lot of miles on those buses. And that's the one big benefit of the, pro- one of the big benefits of propane is that, you know, the more miles you put on, the more savings you realize uh, and quicker. So the white fleet is the other side of that, which is, you know, your propane delivery trucks, those bobtails, or, you know, the city has their maintenance truck or their boom truck, their bucket truck, and all of those, anything that can, um, any type of apparatus that can go onto a a Ford F-Series or an E-Series chassis of the F-450 and up um, can be equipped with propane. So the possibilities are basically endless there. And, um, 
yeah, we're, we're really trying to get more propane suppliers to start delivering their propane with a propane powered vehicle. Um, I feel that if, if they were doing that, they would instill more confidence in the customer to adopt uh, these alternative fuels, whether that be in their, their own fleet or school buses or, you know, the city using propane in their fleet vehicles. But uh, that, that's one of the big things I can throw out there for, you know, you salesmen that work for a propane supplier. I would, I would definitely start lobbying whoever's making those purchasing decisions to at least look at getting a propane power bobtail to deliver your propane in. And a couple things that are that are new for this year that we didn't have available in the past. Uh, uh, w- one of our previous uh, guests was uh, Tucker Perkins from um, the Propane Education Research Council. He talked about this new Cummins uh, propane-powered engine that's going to be great for uh, heavy loads of different delivery type vehicles. But one thing we haven't we haven't discussed yet is the new Ford. Uh, seven three liter gas engine that's available in propane. So, it, uh, can you can, do you have any information on that seven three? Can you talk about that a little bit or tell us uh, what what applications that would be that would be good in and when's it going to come out? When's it going to be available? So I cannot talk to availability. Um, I do know that it. It is, it is going to be a very good change. Uh, I've heard many good things about the 7.3, and it's a great fit into these medium-duty applications such as school bus and these, you know, larger um, maintenance trucks and, and the transit buses. And the reason behind that is that it is not, your typical gas engine it is it is designed to operate at a lower rpm similar to what a diesel operates at so the the driving is the how the how it feels and and how the torque band is is much more similar to and more familiar to a driver that that was maybe previously using a diesel and this the 73 has been designed in such a way that it's it's going to be a very good diesel alternative um, that can run on propane. So I, I'm very excited about it. I can't say anything about dates, but I am very excited and, and I can't wait to get my hands on one. So so Ford is obviously been shut down because of COVID. So there's there's some. I mean, it, it's it's on their list. You can you can order it. I've seen um, I, I I've seen the Ford website where it's an it's an actual option now. The seven three is available and then it gets kicked over as soon as you order it from ford it would get kicked over to roush and roush would put the propane system on and then it would go back to the ford line and then you would get it delivered as a um, complete vehicle with the ford warranty running on propane that was installed by by roush so yeah hopefully with uh with ford back up and running now and and all that these things will start to become available i know that nationwide there's a shortage of just new trucks in general so hopefully uh sooner sooner than later this gets this gets back up and uh, inventories start to grow again absolutely and that's actually one of the beautiful things if you do work with roush they have such a close working relationship with ford so the ford motor that 73 and currently that 6.8 
when that gets ordered as a as a propane school bus or as a propane fueled vehicle, Ford actually modifies that motor to handle the um, different temperatures and the different lubrication properties of the propane fuel. They call it gaseous prep. It's a it's a very nominal cost um, compared to if you were just buying a gas motor. I want to say it's just like two to three hundred dollars additional to the price of the chassis, but it it is from Ford, from the factory, set up, ready to um, run on propane. And then, yes, of course, Roush needs to install their their fuel system on there and get it to its final destination. But that that is, Ford and Roush have worked closely together for many, many years, and that's one of the big upsides of, of working with Roush is that um, they are authorized to make these changes and, and offer the full warranty and the modifications on a Ford. And that, that thing is bulletproof. I mean, Roush does such a great job uh, putting that, that kit, that, that propane system together. It is, it is not your grandpa's old Ford that, uh, <laughs> that had the old school uh, 1970s uh, vapor propane system on it. This, yep. this, these things are extremely bulletproof and, and well-built. So Roush did a fantastic job, and they got some great support for those. Um, some other things that would support your fleet that just came out is this new clean fuel corridor that runs from uh, Idaho down to Utah, which uh, gives you a refuel, an LPG or propane. They call it LPG on the on the report, but LPG is liquefied petroleum gas, otherwise known as propane. But when you're looking at this um, from the Department of Energy, uh, there's a there's a corridor now that runs from all the way from the top of Idaho down to the Utah or down through Utah, and it's part of the regional alternative fuel corridor, and it gives you access to propane refueling sites every 150 miles. So you don't have to worry about traveling uh, throughout the Rocky Mountains and not having access to propane. So that's that's a pretty cool um, thing. And it's just going to keep growing from there. So you, if you wanted to find a refueling site, you can go to the Department of Energy's website and they have a map of all the different uh, propane sites that you can fill one of these new vehicles up with. Great. That is great. Yeah, that is one of the things you hear a lot about range anxiety with, with electric vehicles. But we have the same problem trying to sell the propane vehicles is that people are, well, you know, how far can I go? Where can I fill up? And it is great to hear that there's more resources out there to give these people the information because it's not that there is a lack of this infrastructure. It's just completely out of the ordinary for your average person um, to go and fill up a, a propane fueled vehicle. So having the ability to find those, that's awesome. Yeah. And we also work with a, a couple great groups that uh, build um, propane refueling sites that you could have on on site at your own business or your own community um, response. If it's a police department or uh, a public works department, you could have on site refueling, which is not even um, it, it. Propane is so clean and it. If there was a leak, it wouldn't get into the soil. So it's not even an EPA regulated fuel like a, if you had a huge diesel tank, uh, it, it would just take a lot of regulations to get on-site refueling. So uh, there's so many different opportunities and options for people, especially now with these new engines that are coming out, vehicles, school buses. It's it just possibilities are endless. So get a hold of 
your propane provider, get a hold of the Roush guys, get a hold of your Ford dealers, get a hold of the Bluebird bus dealers, and make propane part of your clean energy, clean fuel programs for your fleets. Yeah, and we'll get these uh, websites up uh, on the stateofenergy.com so it's easy, easily accessed for pe- or easy access for people. Uh, the first one would be roushcleantech.com. That's roushcleantech.com. And also bluebird, blue-bird.com. That's blue-bird.com. John Massaro, you've been a tremendous guest, and we hope that you come back and share your wealth of knowledge with us uh, sometime soon. Well, thanks for having me. I, I, I'd be glad to come back anytime, guys. Thanks, John. It was great to have you. Yep. Have a good one.